On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. And just to be clear, um, this is a podcast that does go on iTunes and Google and Spotify and Spreaker and all those, iHeartRadio and all those. Um, So if you have a very distinctive voice and a job that really doesn't like what we're doing here, being in a swinger club as well as that, probably not the best thing to to go ahead and get on here. Otherwise, we're happy to have you. Mm -hmm. That's my disclaimer. We actually got the same lawyer as the woodshed. She ripped me a new one for a good 20 minutes, so I have to be good now. So do I even have my stuff too. It's like, oh God. <laughs> so so. Uh, we're here at Secrets Hideaway. We just completed our class, Navigating Bisexuality. Uh, in case I forgot, my name is Angelique Luna and I'm here with my partner, co-host, tech guy, wizardy. Um, you keep coming up with more and more titles. I like wizardy now. because Wizardry? Yes. <sighs> okay. You introduced me as the Minotaur once, and that was in a vanilla space. Yeah, very vanilla. You know how long people that were staring at me weird in that room? And they kept staring down below the belt, too. So we did a uh, uh, navigating bisexuality class in a swinger club, which I'm very happy. This is this is a new thing um, because we, we, if you've listened, you've heard the experience. Going back six years, we got out of the swinger community because I came out openly as bisexual and met some um, resistance to the point where we lost partners. People we've played with before uh, haven't. Well, we don't play with them anymore. Um, And nothing's really changed except I said I was bisexual. It's not like I woke up that morning and went, hey, today I'm bisexual. Yesterday I wasn't. It was like, you know, wearing a hat. Today's the hat's on, today the hat's off. But um, I am very excited that we are now holding workshops Mm-hmm. at Secrets in Hideaway. Orlando. Yes, I know. Considering we've, we've seen the dawn of creation of Secrets when it used to be at the various different hotel play parties and all different, and they all got united and created Secrets Hideaway. And it's evolved through the years, and they even have a little dungeon over here, dungeon-esque. Dungeon-esque. Awesome yes. playrooms. Yeah, okay. We have, uh, oh, what they're doing outside has been awesome, and the rooms look beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to go and stay in the Harley Quinn room. I mean, if it came with Harley Quinn, all the better. But even if it doesn't, just a room, I'll go ahead and take the room. No, I like the one with the light-ups and the shower that looks like a disco effect. The disco shower. Yes. No, I'm not lying. It is a disco shower. (laughs) So have you guys had a chance to, like, tour the rooms and look around and, and see this place? So it used to be a... Romada, many years ago. Many, many years ago. And now every room was, it's a residential. No, commercial. Commercial condo. Yes. Which, as far as I know, is now sold out. Yes. And people have gutted them and turned them into basically little party rooms. I mean, beautiful. Many of them are. Yeah, someone actually bought two and just made a one one big two-bedroom apartment. And it's just humongous. 
Like yes, well, when yeah. you have on your、uh, things to have at home a swing, a stripper pole, a、um, swing, a ceiling-mounted permanent swing, that's definitely something. Yeah, you need more room for that. Yes. I don't know. I always wanted to have like that bat wall. You know, where you hit the right or you hit the right statue and it just turns around and has all my kink shit on there. But you know, homeowners won't let me build that. Something about something. Yeah, because you want to put it on the outside and the inside. So we just, you know, we have plenty of room. We could do it. It's like press a button. Yeah, you know what I would have to get the the thing from the original Batman. Just tilt the head back and press the button. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, everyone would know what it is. So anyway,、um, we talked about, and I was very happy with this. A lot about consent、mm-hmm. uh, in the swinger community, which was really nice.、Um, but how the swinger community has definitely evolved in the last ten years, and moving,、uh, learning a bit from other communities, starting to get more in consent, and having a LGBTQ night at a swinger club, yes, a swinger resort, where there's actually a week buyout going on from、uh, Tom's trips. Tom's trips. Yes. I want Tom to take me on a trip. Yes, we gotta go find Tom and talk about that. So, well, supposedly they're doing a photo shoot out here in the Harley Quinn room, so we will look for those photos. Yes, for ASN magazine too. So that's the new lifestyle magazine that came out. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we found out ASN magazine is actually in Florida. Yes. We should go pay them a visit. We should. Get that. So as we're babbling,、um, we'll ask. We were again covering bisexuality, what it's like coming out, some of the discrimination. Anyone want to share a story, or talk about a particular topic, or even ask a certain question、uh, about bisexuality, swinging? This is where we need the phone lines. Oh yes, phone a friend. Yes, can do. Phone a friend for help. That means we need giveaways. <laughs> we love them. <laughs> we love the giveaways. But we are doing a giveaway, so if you like, subscribe, and do stuff like that. By the time you hear this,、uh, we are giving away a basket of basket of kink. I think that's the best way to put it because it, it has Olaf in there. Yeah, well, Olaf's for the aftercare. It's a pillow and a blanket, and then candy for post-sex munchies, and you know, binding stuff, and a what, what, what was that thing called? That it's medical... called an echo. No,、and、not the echo. The medical play device. Me- oh, speculum! Speculum. Because you never know when you're going to need one of those. Well, a speculum can come in handy in a lot of ways. Like if you really want to get, if you're a woman and you really want to go ahead and freak a guy out and have him leave you because he's bothering you at a bar, you just kind of pull out a speculum and start talking like this with it. I have to say, I'd probably just, I'd ask more questions, but I think most people would run. So I'm thinking we should reprogram the Alexa, like take it out of the box, reprogram it, put it back in, and give it away. And we should reprogram all adults. Well, ch- shit. I was thinking we should pro- do all like kinky responses, which would be great. Like "Good morning, Alexa," and you'd say back something like,、uh, "Last night was great. You beat me well." But with my luck, it would probably go in some five-year-old's room, and then I have to deal with a lawsuit or some weird shit like that. Because you can imagine a five-year-old coming downstairs. Why does Alexa want me to beat her? <sighs> What does it mean to come, mommy? <laughs> oh, this can go weird. It does. Now, not compared to our, you know, navigating bisexuality class. I mean, we we learned some fun stories there. 
I think the one with the toxic masculinity, all the guys surrounded going, who, who, I am Abe, I don't do that shit. And then someone called them out and say, yes, I've sucked your dick, I've sucked your dick, you've sucked my dick, you played with my balls, you know. It's, it, there were some great stories. Um, I've definitely learned a lot about Alabama and that um, it's probably not a place I should uh, drive through with my, with my uh, pride flags out. It's, it's, it, but it's still a place that's coming a long way. I don't know. I still, I still question if I could drive with my Mexican flag. One on one side and one on the other and then drive really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we have anything uh, against Alabama. Alabama supposedly has a really great dungeon, uh, which we plan on visiting mm-hmm. uh, soon. But um, again, one of the interesting things about whether it's fetishes or bisexuality or the LGBT community, it comes out regionally meaning it starts in one place and it spreads because Mm -hmm. until you get exposed to it the only interpretation you have of the people in whatever group this is is the media and we all know that hollywood doesn't tell any lies and always tells the truth they always tell the truth it's so true you you showed a couple falling in love deeply engaged then they go into the bedroom and next thing you know you wake up so nothing in between happens you know, for a very long time, when I was about 11, I'm like, something fucking happened. I'm going to find out. And it took me a little longer to figure that one out, but... Oh, well. No one told you what happened? When the waves were crashing, you know, what's going on in that... Was I that went... Lost in Eternity, that yeah. movie? Yeah, that's it. Well... Bedroom fades to black, and then there's waves crashing on the shore. <laughs> I went to an all-boys Catholic high school, but I got better. Well, yes. I kind of questioned. I was like, wait a minute, all boys Catholic school and you never got molested? No. What happened? You keep saying that because I was also an altar boy. Yeah. So, who ever thought an altar boy from New York City, Catholic, Italian, cool, we relate, relate everything to food at this uh, yep. point, mm-hmm. uh, uh, ends up as a bisexual kinky swinger. I guess educator kinda, and coach. I, I guess that kind of does sum it up. Yes. Because um, we were suppressed. And we need to talk about it. Suppressed like a spring, and we definitely, you know, launched. Very high. Very so high. See, they, they can't see the hand movements, but I'm making hand movements here. <laughs> we'll add the video later. <laughs> but I had a very interesting experience in the fact that as I'm looking at all the people in front of me and teaching this class, I actually had some very distracting porn in the background on a very large TV screen facing me. And it was very hard to be like polite looking cum shot. It's hard. I don't have ADD, but in that moment, I swear I did. <laughs> you do have ADD when it comes to porn. Because even when we're making love and we have the porn on, you're looking at. No, actually, you do more than me. You're the only person I know who will like turn and start looking for like law and order while we're having sex. There's some rule about certain TV shows should be turned off. Like, there's also certain TV shows you should never watch when planning a romantic night. Criminal Minds is not is definitely one of them. Snapped. Snapped. You haven't watched it. No. I have. Yeah, it, it's basically serial killers killing their partners. 
Yeah, it's all it's all about angry women who kill their partners. Yeah, I, I've yet to see one with angry men. Yeah, it's always angry women, women who kill their partners. Or they kind of or or their lovers. They'll yeah. convince the lover to kill. But yeah, it's always angry women. It's um. See the only show. Well, oh, that, that explains it. The only show that you've really gotten me to watch is Sex Sent Me to the ER, which is, a, 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 it, it's an interesting show. There's smiles everywhere here right now. Everyone's laughing. But one of the interesting things is when you think about the responses, it's, I won't say pathetic. I want to say pathetic. But it, it's interesting how repressed people are in talking, to, talking about sex even to their doctors. Because most of them got into some kind of accident. And, okay, the Buzz Lightyear, I get it. No one wants to admit that they shoved Buzz Lightyear up their ass and then forgot that the wings expanded and now can't get it out. That's the one I would hide. But falling out of bed. Dick broken. It does happen. It yes. has happened. But it sounds like simple stuff to do, especially like married, married couples in a pool. No one's there. Have sex. Those are things like, you know, you think would be normal, and they're like trying to lie to the doctor about, well, we were cuddling aggressively. <laughs> no, the hot, hot sauce, uh, that, the third degree burn from a hot sauce, that was priceless. That is probably your favorite. Yes, it is. Well, no, Pablo is. Pablo's, Pablo's your favorite. Pablo's my favorite. So they had a great story um, where a dick basically did get broken. She jumped, very spry young woman, landed. Didn't exactly hit where she thought it was. Bent it in half. He was screaming in pain. They went to the doctor. She didn't know who to call because she's new in town. But she did have a church group. So she called the church group and they came. And then she realized she had to explain to him what happened. So they, she just said pray for Pablo because that's what her boyfriend's penis's name was. Pablo! Until the doctor came out and basically explained the situation and realized they were praying for a penis because <laughs> her boyfriend was not named Pablo. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, a partner that I had several years ago um, wanted to experiment with blood play, but she wanted to go first. She wanted to be the wielder of the sharp object first. And we talked, and I coached her, and she did not follow my coaching at all, and cut way too deep. Oh! oh. And nicked an artery under my bicep here. Oh! And this was when Hurricane Katrina was wrapping up, and the remnants of it were coming through North Alabama. There were tornadoes, trees down in the road. And you cut an artery. And I had to tourniquet my own arm and drive to the hospital 23 miles away and have trauma surgery on my arm. <laughs> Wow. Because of, uh, you know, there was consent, there was negotiation, there was coaching, but there was an experience. And that was my mistake because I was experienced and she was not, and I let her do it anyway. So that was my goof. Yeah, but you got to go ahead and eventually let them try at some point. Yeah. Um, and, and break out on their own. Now, we've been doing rope for many years now mm -hmm. and even when going through classes stuff will happen um, she tried to get up on her own it wasn't anything fancy she just decided she wanted to sit up and did a yoga move unfortunately there was a, a rope coming across her back that prevented that yoga move 
and all of a sudden I heard a scream. And now I know if it's a nerve uh, damage, get ice right away, not heat. Heat does bad things. So, but those are some of the things that happen in the fetish community or BDSM community that the swinger community normally doesn't have to worry about. I mean, not that there's not injuries in the swinger community. Uh, I have fallen off a bed. But then again, there were six other people on the bed, so yeah, that's kind of, that's hard, kind of an know, inherent it, risk. You know, how, like that little bear rolling, yeah, roll kind of, roll roll the rolling bear. So yeah. Well. But we did have a great class. People ask interesting questions and wanting to know more and understanding because, like I said, the uh, swinger community is just now finally getting with the times, with the consent and negotiation and discussions prior to having sex instead of like hey let's just jump in bed and whatever happens happens and go with the flow kind of situation well it, it it's it's a community to itself in the sense that the rules are a little different from others obviously there's alcohol obviously there's people just newbies here trying stuff out and it is a place where you know there is no swinger handbook it's not like, you know, welcome to the Mormons, here's the Bible. Uh, there, there is not, so you kind of go in and feel it out for yourself. And mm -hmm. I will say everyone who's been in the community, it wasn't what they expected to begin with. You know, because we all have these 1980, uh, just as like this rock starts playing, uh, of just like people up there having sex on the staircase. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but it's not a 24-7 sexcapade. You mean as a bisexual and having sex all the time when the revolving door? You don't get double the time to have double the sex just because you're bi. Yes, I do. It's on the, like, you know, the sushi uh, checkoff. I want this roll. I want that roll. Oh, it's been a fun class. It's It's been good to be back here at Secrets. We're really hoping to do a lot more classes. Mm -hmm. as well as uh, probably do some BDSM workshops here, maybe some non-monogamy uh, workshops, mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully do it on like a Saturday when everyone's packed and still early and sober. <laughs> That's a key word, sober. But a, but a drink or two so they can talk. Yes. So. Yep. That's it? I was asking. I don't I'm gonna, know. I'm, it's like the audience is quiet. I'm gonna have to edit, ed, yeah. edit this later on, but yes. I still wanted to put something a little together for secrets. Yes, definitely. There, I know it's like the conversation we were having earlier about the whole by curiosity, by selective. Well, we can talk for a moment about the labels. Yes, the heteroflexible. I understand by homoflexible. I understand pan, although I don't go by pan because someone asked me if I had a fetish with with cookware. As someone said, William Sonoba is not my fetish place. Although there are so many funny things you can buy there. Well, for some reason in my mind, because I read, a, again, when I was young, I did read a lot. When I hear Pan, I think like the Skippy thing with the flute, Pan's Labyrinth. And, and although he was a horn dog in history, he did, he, satyrs fucked everything. Like if there wasn't someone, the tree will do. But, um,. I never went. I never went by Pan. I, I felt it. It doesn't express, especially to my generation, which is an older generation, um, not the millennials. Um, Gen X. So, but there's Pan, heteroflexible. I guess that means you're full-time hetero and part-time homo. Oh, I guess. Homo flexible, full-time homo, but only on like vacations. 
in heterosexual land. Or maybe it could be like two dr- two drinks in and that's the flexibility for either side. Because I do know a gay man who becomes straight after a couple of drinks. That's why That's I'm amazing. Saying. Usually it's the other way around. Yeah, you know that person too very well. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. But the, the funny thing is, uh, you know, for years since I was probably a teenager, I've heard the joke, what's the difference between a straight woman and a gay woman? Two drinks. Two drinks. Because so, uh, so many men have the dream of threesome. And having a bisexual partner seems to be this imaginary gateway to that. Right, but threesomes two girls and one guy, not two guys and one girl. Which is what we're finding a lot of women dream about. And who wouldn't? Who wants to be? They're being spoiled. That, I mean, that, that's the thrill of a threesome. It, it, it is one party is definitely getting spoiled, or at least sitting back and seeing a lot of entertainment. But... Anyway, we're finding out more. It can be much more uh, mutually pleasurable for all parties in there. Yes, it can which is be. What it should be. Yes, conversation, discussions. You know, if you know things happen, how to react? Because you can't control everyone's reaction. You only control your own reaction. But that is true. But one of the things we we, we definitely should talk about more in the swinger community is the what if happens. You know, talk about the eventual possibility of jealousy. Uh, contact rules after the experience because I know we've had um, some people start texting or calling us on a daily or occasionally hourly basis which um, I love you I don't text you hourly no or call or speak at school or at work or anything like that so NRE and which is new relationship energy, which can be very addicting to some people who never experience it. You know, especially if you've been like together in a couple or in a relationship for, um, I don't know, a couple of months to a couple of years, having that rush of flirting and just being set attentions kind of since the beginning that you kind of lose after being in a relationship doing the mundane things. Well, I can't take credit for NRE. It did come from therapists who put this together and psychiatrists who said new relationship energy is that high you get from a new relationship. And it can be seen over and over again from teenagers all the way up to, uh, well, my mom. Uh, having a new boyfriend, it, 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 it's better than ecstasy, you, you know, for some people. And, but the problem with that is it's, it's in a long term, unmaintainable. And it doesn't mean that every two years you have to, it's not a car. The lease is up. Every two years I get a new one. There is ways of going to it. And, and there are ways of keeping the excitement going, but it is not NRE. I think they said about two years is the, is the cap on that. If you can make it to Usually, three, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, if you make it to three, you're really enjoying yourself. But then that's no longer NRE at that point. Well, it just goes ahead and switches over to something else. Right. So. But yeah, I think the one thing we hardly even talked about was the different uh, ethical non-monogamy relationships between polyamory, BDSM, uh, I mean, power exchange, and how bisexuality applies to all those. That is true. That is true. Being in a swinger resort, we did kind of focus a little bit on the swinger part of it. Right. Uh, but there are different... Uh, obviously configurations of relationships uh, poly being much more about uh, the relationship and the emotions as opposed to the sex um, not to say there aren't uh, emotions in the swinger community but sex it just happens to be that uh, a lot of people will come here for a you know weekend and have their fun it's like playing softball 
but with smaller balls and uh, smaller bats. But, uh, you know, you come here, you make your friends, you go your own way, but then you live. Your, most people live their own lives. They don't talk with their swinging partners during the week, except for perhaps setting up the next Saturday night. While Polly, we know Polly couples that um, all three of them are on the deed to the house. And the, the if you think... And if you're married or in a relationship and you think it's hard to say, where are we spending Christmas or Thanksgiving this year? Imagine when you have three, four or more people in that and, you know, you get that rotation. It's not just, okay, my place, your place, then his place and then her place and then his. Yeah, it's it's it can get complicated. And how do you explain that to the family, too? It's like, yes, this is my boyfriend and his wife and his, her boyfriend, lover. or Google Docs. <laughs> And diagrams. <laughs> name tags. I, I have never had to. I've never had to wear name tags at a, at a Christmas dinner. <laughs> so that way they know who belongs to who and what's going on. Maybe we can color code them. Which? <laughs> yeah, See, but the problem is he's colorblind, so he might fuck up. I know I will. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you please walk around and see the. Yeah, I did. I walked around and I looked at all the different things. Amazed at the shower. I was amazed at the shower. Did we miss the show? Oh, the big shower. The big yeah. shower. Yes. Yes. yes, huge. I didn't get to go back in that part. Yeah, and I was curious to see the see the dungeons. Yeah. 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 Nights where single guys are allowed, and then nights where where they don't. Right. Uh, it's interesting because it depends on where you are. It's which one's the crowded night, yeah. because it's funny in Orlando when they open up to single guys, we've seen an overabundance of single guys. Mm -hmm. When I go down to Miami and it's single guys night, a couple show. Yeah. It's really not and a huge like amount. Four single guys and twenty couples. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that ratio really does make a difference on your experience. In, in, in the clubs that I've been to in Alabama and also in Tennessee, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the single guys night. There's 500 single guys and three couples that are into single guys. And the women are very busy uh, on those nights. And then on the no single guys allowed nights, then it's tons of people. But, and again, not to yuck on anyone's yum, if you're into that, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I go on Fat Life. There's, there's actually a gangbang group there. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny to look at them uh, because some are like very selective, want two or three guys. And then you get to the next one and it's like, if you can walk, show up here. If your dick gets hard, come to this hotel room Saturday night. Yes, if you have a pulse and moving, come here. So. Yeah. Yes, one extreme to another right there. So. Well, we've seen the same thing in, in, in LGBTQ nights and, and specifically gay resorts. Uh -huh. That we've been to gay resorts where, of course, there's some shady stuff going on or fun stuff, whatever you want to do. And, and it's um, a lot of people at the bar talking. And I've been to some other gay resorts where I was at the bar and there's like two other guys. Yet I can see the shadows in every hotel room of what's going on. Because, you know, someone made this, the, the, the intelligent thing to have the light backlit. So you see the shadows up on the, uh, on the mirror, uh, was it the window up front? 
and you kind of just sit there. And I'm like, one time I felt like the, uh, you, you know, that geeky high schooler at his first dance where he's sitting there alone watching everyone else dance. <laughs> <laughs> the last kid picked for dodgeball. There you go. Yep. yep. And the coach would say, hey, at least you're not the dodgeball. I think there was something about in the in the seventies to eighties, like gym teachers had to be dicks. Like there was a certain dick level. Either lesbian women or giant dicks. Yeah. yeah. Those, those were the, the two two acceptable gym teachers. Yeah. And creepy. No, we had a creepy gym teacher. Like like of course they made you do what jumping jacks and squat thrust. Why did he have to hang out in the back or in the back behind us all and separate the guys on this side, the girls on that side? He was always behind the girls. So I, I never had that experience. I just everything was co ed and yeah. Chicago Public School. Sorry. Didn't have the same experiences. Oh. Chicago Public Schools. So like New York Public Schools, all you were fluent in is duck, someone shooting. Yes. Well no, no, not when I was in school. Now yes, but not back then. So can you but all right. So, so I think like, we're going to call it a night and gonna, wrap this up. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us and coming to class. Everything we appreciate you guys. Remember, like, subscribe, review our podcast so other people could hear this. So appreciate it. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Hey, John, I want to get a new toy. Okay, so let's go to Fair Villa. But I don't want to waste time trying to find out what goes with what. Well, there's Fair Villa University and their staff is very well educated and helpful. Okay. But how about if I just want to go to a party instead? Then go to their website, because on their calendar they list all their events. But I don't want to spend a lot of money. Have you heard of their loyalty program? Oh yeah, that thing on my keychain that makes everyone blush every time they see it. That's the one. Let's go. Well, they have over five locations in Central Florida. Which one do you want to go to? Fair, Fair Villa. Villa. For, for pleasure, pleasure, fun, and, and fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and if you enjoy what you heard, please remember to like, subscribe, and leave feedback, as this would mean a lot to us. Also, you can sign up for our newsletter at livingasexpositivelife.com. We appreciate you giving us this opportunity to entertain and educate you, and hope you enjoy the experience. We'll see you next time.